Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter and the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Well, I guess we all know what we're talking about. It's SCOTUS night here. Plus, we're going to have Carol Roth on the show because it's Small Business Week and a video of me. All that's coming up on I'm Right. Welcome to I'm Right. Time to talk about abortion. Roe versus Wade. Take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. I know there's a lot coming at you right now with all this SCOTUS stuff. Let's unpack everything that's going on, how you should feel about it, what it means for the country, what it means for politics. What are they going to do? What should we do? Let's, let's just get it all out of the way now. 1973, Roe v. Wade, Supreme Court decision. You know what it was. It basically said there's a nationwide right to abortion for women. So it prevented states from completely abolishing abortion. That's what it did. Now, since, especially recently, you've seen several states take steps to minimize it. You know, Planned Parenthood's closing all over the place. Hey, no abortion after this amount. But Roe versus Wade keeps states from abolishing it completely. Remember, without Roe versus Wade, uh, Texas. Texas could pass a law and says abortions are illegal. In fact, it's a felony. 
doctor, woman, anybody goes to prison. I'm, I'm not saying they're doing it, but that it gives the states total rights on abortion. And so it's in the news today. Why? Well, last night, and all this dropped last night, pretty much as I was talking to you on camera, all this stuff dropped last night as we were signing off the show that it looks like the Supreme Court is getting ready, possibly, to overturn Roe versus Wade. Justice Alito said, quote, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences and far from bringing about a national settlement of the abortion issue. Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened divide. All right, now let's pause for a moment. How are we reading Alito's comments on this whole thing? What happened? Well, let's talk about what happened. I am not a law expert, but I have talked to enough of them to know this. The Supreme Courts, the day you get these final rulings on big things, that's not the day they all kind of got together and said, hey, are you a yes or a no? You're a no, right? It, it's basically been decided. There's been drafts of the opinions so the public can read the reasoning behind it. And this stuff happens a while before. You see, there was supposed to be a, a ruling of some kind on Roe versus Wade. It wasn't supposed to actually drop to the public until June or July. Okay, so what happened? Why are we reading Sam Alito's words now? What, what happened? Somebody leaked it. Somebody leaked it to Politico. And let's, let's talk about that for just a second here. Justice Roberts, he's going to look into it. He's already announced, not the FBI, by the way, people telling you it's the FBI looking into it or lying, which is good because the FBI wouldn't be able to figure it out anyway. The marshal of the Supreme Court is investigating the leak. Why would you investigate a leak? Well, the Supreme Court views itself as being kind of a sacred bubble where there are never any leaks. And that's really what's wild about this whole thing. When it comes to leaking a decision beforehand, it has never happened, ever. In the history of the United States of America, it has never happened. A verified account on Twitter, SCOTUS blog said, quote, it's impossible to overstate the earthquake this will cause inside the court in terms of destruction of, of trust among the justices and staff. The leak is the gravest, most unforgivable sin. Okay, it's a, it's a big deal, right? It's a very, very big deal. I, I, I want to stress that it is a big deal. Senator Ted Cruz came out and pretty much said as much. The decision of an immoral and unethical individual to leak the court's confidential working documents is the predictable consequence of a multi-year effort by Senate Democrats to politicize and undermine the court. Senate Democrats have systematically tried to turn the court into a mini-legislature where five unelected lawyers wearing judges decrees the rules for the country regardless of what the voters believe. Okay. He's not wrong. Remember, Senator Ted Cruz, friend of mine, has argued cases before the Supreme Court. He's a, he's a law guy, Harvard Law, so this is all near and dear to his heart. Now, let's pause everything for a moment and talk about where I stand, not that you're going to be shocked by this. I'm rabidly pro-life, rabidly pro-life. 
So you have to know that before we continue here, and you have to know something else. You've heard all the rumors today on every different show. It was Justice Sotomayor. It was someone who worked for Justice Sotomayor. It was this, it was that. We don't know. There's something to this leak that probably should capture your attention, and I didn't come up with this. Other people have been speculating on this. It was actually a national security reporter at Politico who leaked this, not a Supreme Court reporter. It was a national security reporter. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. What it could mean is this. It could mean we have a foreign power who has gained access electronically or otherwise to our Supreme Court and its inner workings. And if that is the case, that's probably an act of war. That's that kind of a big deal. Keep your eyes on that. But let's set that aside for a moment. And let's discuss what if it is the likely scenario? What if this really is Sotomayor, Kagan, you know, somebody who works for them, some crazy law clerk? I've, I've, I've seen speculation in some 20-year-old law clerk. What, what should you take from that? Well, you can be angry. You can be aghast at the violation of the norms of the Supreme Court. And all, those, all that stuff's fine. You can be sad. Whatever, whatever emotions are going through you right now are fine. But one thing you really shouldn't be, and if you are, you've got work to do on yourself, you shouldn't be surprised. How many videos have I showed you of college students acting like animals? Shoot, I think we showed you one yesterday running Alan West off the campus in the University of Buffalo. No justice, no peace. He's got to have a police escort. How many conservatives have gone to speak on college campuses only to be assaulted or attempted assaults or run off the campuses by these vicious little monsters on college campuses today? What's this have to do with SCOTUS? It's important to understand that this is not your father's Democratic Party and this is not your father's America. All those vicious little monsters on college campuses, they're clerking now. They're law clerks. They're going to be lawyers. They're judges. Many of them are judges already. Those vicious little communist activists have worked their way through the system. They're on corporate boards. They make the news you watch. They're inside of the Supreme Court. You should not be surprised by some outside of the norms leak on the Supreme Court these people are in it all the way. These people are not in it to share a country with you, but just a difference of opinion. These people are trying to burn your country to ash. There aren't any norms these people would look at and say, oh, we can't touch that. These people murder unborn babies by the million. We've killed over 60 million precious unborn babies in their, in their mother's womb. If you're dealing with somebody who thinks it's okay to carve up an unborn baby like a Thanksgiving turkey, are you really surprised you're dealing with somebody who doesn't obey the norms? Understand you're dealing with evil here and act accordingly. Speaking of which, Joe Biden, Catholic Joe, he's not happy. If the rationale of the decision as released were to be sustained, a whole range of rights are in question. A whole range of rights. And the idea we're letting the states make those decisions, localities make those decisions, 
would be a fundamental shift in what we've done. There's so many fundamental rights that are affected by that. And I'm not, allow, I'm not prepared to leave that to the, the whims and the, and the, uh, of the public at the moment in local areas. Thank you so much. I'm not prepared to leave that to the whims of the public? What's wrong, Joe? You mad about that? And of course, Democrats are worried about what? Not just the right to murder their unborn children, they're worried about the midterms. Here's Amy Klobuchar. We can be outraged, but we also have to plan. We are going into election year. We are going into the fall. Uh, where women's rights are going to be on the ballot. And so if nothing can get done in Washington because of Republican obstructionism, then the American people and women are going to have to vote and people who believe in choice are going to have to vote like they never voted before because that's the only way we can change this up or we're going to have a patchwork of laws across the country. I need to talk about that for just a moment before we move on. Pause with me for just a moment. Because I've seen this from some people on the right today, some Republicans today. Now, not a ton. To the credit of the right, I've seen a ton of celebration today at the potential for the end of Roe versus Wade, which again would simply make this decision a state decision. And I should probably let you know, there are probably 25, 26 states that will outlaw abortion completely if Roe versus Wade is actually overturned. So this is a good thing. But I've seen some people on the right today, some Republicans say things like this. This isn't smart. We're gonna we're gonna motivate the Democrats for the midterms. We were winning it, and, and now this is this is gonna motivate them. Couple things, couple things. One, everything isn't about politics. There is right and wrong. We're talking about innocent babies. If saving the lives of innocent babies somehow costs us some seats in Congress for the midterm. I'd say that's an okay trade-off, wouldn't you? That's one. Two, of course the left is motivated and angry. This is the loser mentality so many on the right have had it. It must be adjusted where, where you're somehow trying to avoid the left's anger. Oh, we can't do that. They'll get mad. Oh, if we do this, the press will get mad. If they're not mad at you, you're not accomplishing anything. You should wake up every single day and want to assault what these demons want to do so much so that they get angry at you. Yes, they're angry. Yes, they're going to push back. Did you think they were just going to hand the country back over after controlling it for so long? Of course they're mad. Good. Keep pushing. Which leads us to Elizabeth Warren. When I see Elizabeth Warren upset like this, I say to myself, it was a good day. I am angry. Angry and upset? Angry and upset and determined. The United States Congress can keep Roe versus Wade the law of the land. They just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be... This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. Old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain as the law of the children land. In the womb, we need to we do no, that. And we have a right. Extremists, we've heard enough from the extremists. 
and we're tired of you. Thank you, Senator. Does this open the door for constitutional violence? I love the guy yelling at her. By the way, I have my own reaction, well, own interaction with Elizabeth Warren. We're going to play that video a little later for you in the show for Lighten the Mood. I'm sorry you're upset, Elizabeth. I'm sorry. That is too bad. Time to run on home to your teepee and have a good cry. Which brings us to this. I know you might not like Mitch McConnell. I know you might not like Donald Trump. If Roe versus Wade really is overturned, we're all going to have to step up and put on our big boy and big girl pants and send each of those guys a thank you. Because if we really are ending the 50-year practice, the, the scourge of abortion on this nation, we all owe Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump a thank you for it. Remember Donald Trump during the debate came right out and said, it's coming. Do you want to see the court overturn Roe Well, if West? we put another two or perhaps three justices on, that's really what's going to be, that will happen. And that'll happen automatically, in my opinion, because I am putting pro-life justices on the court. I will say this, it will go back to the states, and the states will then make a determination. Credit to you, Mr. President. Credit to you, Mitch McConnell. Remember, remember Mitch McConnell wouldn't fill that seat when Obama wanted it filled? That might end up with the overturning of abortion. Good for both of them. And more than anything else, forget politics. Let us pray the United States of America can finally end this wretched stain on the country, huh? All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have a lot of fun still to come on the show. Make sure you stay tuned for Carol Roth, that's for sure. Also, have you bought your Eden Pure Thunderstorm yet? Do you want me to start reading more emails? I'll read more emails from all the people who get this thing and they say, Jesse, this is like a miracle. I'm telling it's not like the normal air purifiers you're used to dealing with. Just this little black box goes right in the outlet in the wall, real quiet. It takes all the odors out of the air. Viruses, mold, my allergies are gone. It's constantly cleaning your air. You'll be able to taste it. Go to EdenPureDeals.com because they have a promo code. They have an offer for my viewers. If you use the code JESSE, promo code JESSE, that gets you $200 off a three-pack. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Think what Rose says. Rose says what all basic mainstream religions have historically concluded that the right that the existence of a human life and being is the question is it at the moment of conception is it six months is it six weeks is it is it quickening like Aquinas argued I mean so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to 
choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. It's so painful hearing him try to talk about anything, let alone the life of a baby. Joining me now, Deputy Managing Editor for Red State, Brandon Morris. Brandon, I mean, I don't find it difficult to say when life begins. Uh, I don't think that's a problem religions have had. Did Joe just make all that up? Yeah, I mean, that's what he does, though. I mean, he's the king of making stuff up. He's been making stuff up about everything, including himself. Um... It's kind of funny that this guy is supposed to be a devout Catholic uh, who is is just so into his religion and his Catholicism, and he's very reverent of it, yet he, for some reason, can't err on the side of life by saying that, uh, you know, life begins at conception, uh, which is pretty much what we're taught as Christians. Life is sacred, it's precious, and you protect it at all costs. Um he apparently is his religion isn't catholicism it's it's the democrat party it is leftism but that is the case for pretty much everyone who claims that they are devout catholics just like nancy pelosi but really what they are is devout leftists brandon how do we allow such an evil i mean hurting an unborn baby how do we allow such an evil to get such a foothold in this country it really it boggles the mind, and honestly, it shames me. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is something that I've been talking about for uh, in the entire week now. I feel like Republicans uh, have been more reactive than proactive. Uh, they wait for the Democrat Party to come up with a plan and uh, come up with a propaganda scheme, develop narratives, and then once they start to unleash their plan, that's when the Republicans act. And I think that's kind of what ended up happening. You have a Republican Party that is constantly on the back foot, constantly on defense. And so this is why you see the Democrats get a lot of, uh, away with a lot of the stuff that they do. They have developed hubris enough to the point where they can say everyone should be able to kill babies at whim whenever they feel like it, no questions asked, on demand. And Republicans were left to try to pick up the pieces afterward. If we really want to make sure that this never happens again, Republicans are really going to have to step up and start going on the offensive instead of just relying on their defensive tactics to try to save the day, which have failed so many times. Brandon, all right, assuming this wasn't a national security leak situation, as in we got hacked, which is still a possibility, but assuming this was some communist law clerk working for one of the nutball judges, Ted Cruz had this to say about him. But the reason it was leaked is yeah. some left-wing, presumably right. law clerk, yep. wanted to put political pressure on the five justices that presumably are in the majority right now. They wanted to put heat and they wanted to invoke politics to try to get them to change their vote. Yep. And, and, and by the way, if, if that left-wing law clerk succeeds, it will be the most grotesque politicization of the Supreme Court in the history of our nation. Well, you mentioned an FBI investigation. I hope there is a serious yes. one. And I hope whoever is responsible for this not only is fired instantly, but is prosecuted and serves real jail time for violating the confidences of the Supreme Court. Quickly to Brandon, why are we surprised at all that that's what these people would do? Why are we surprised? Why are we constantly shocked that these people don't don't have some set of ethics or rules they abide by. Their ethics are win. Yep, Democrats care about one thing, and it's not you. It's not the transgender community, which just got abandoned. 
It's not even women. They'll dip, they'll ditch women the moment that they uh, the, 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 they'll stop being the party of women the moment that women stop being so useful. Um, I'm kind of with Josh Hawley on this. He kind of asked a question that I thought was very relevant right now. Did the White House see this leak before Politico got it? Um, I think that this is very interesting, the timing. Uh, you have a Democrat party which is currently on the back foot. It is hurting really bad. You have many Democrat politicians, activists, and media figures all kind of giving up the midterms as lost. Um, they had no message. Every single narrative that they were trying to release failed. But hang on, here, here suddenly comes this awesome gift to Democrat narrative makers. You have something that galvanizes the Democrat party. It allows them to create everything from fundraisers to marches to media narratives this is one thing that the left knows for a fact it can rely on the anger that is caused from uh pro-abortionists trying to fight to be able to have an abortion whenever they want this has been proven you can see it on the screen right now people get together over this and and have marches in the thousands for this this is a big deal so this comes yeah. along just in time to rescue the Democrat Party from a midterm disaster. They needed new messaging. They needed a change of the of the conversation. Here it is. They finally got what they needed out. Suddenly, magically, out of nowhere, this comes along. Yeah. Brandon Morris, Red State, thank you so much, my man. Thank you. All right. We still have a lot more. We have Brian Dean Wright joining the show next. Before we get to him, let's talk about crime and you. You realize if you own a home, it's a good thing, right? Good for you. I'm glad you own a home, but it's now the biggest financial vulnerability you have, at least when it comes to home title theft, because your home title, it is online. It's not hidden in a bank vault somewhere. It is online. These cyber thieves, they are sweeping these things up. They are taking loans out against these homes and they're wiping normal people out. They're getting people evicted from their homes. You're going to get evicted from your home if they get you. Or you're going to have to pay tens of thousands of dollars in lawyer fees. You don't have to risk it. Go get home title lock and then stop thinking about it. They'll detect any tampering and shut it down like that. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today. HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be back. This is a dark and disturbing morning. America. Last night, a report disclosed that a conservative majority of the United States Supreme Court is ready to overturn Roe v. Wade and uproot decades of precedent affirming a woman's right to an abortion. If this report is accurate, the Supreme Court is poised to inflict the greatest restriction of rights in the past 50 years, not just on women but on all Americans. Oh, sorry. I thought it was supposed to be a dark day. I listened to the President's Daily Brief on the way to the studio today, and I don't feel like it's a dark day anymore. Joining me now, my friend Brian Dean Wright, of course, of the President's Daily Brief, your daily podcast. Listen on the way to work. And, of course, former CIA ops officer. Brian, I don't feel like it's a dark day. I can't get the smile off my face. Well, that's just because you're a cheerful fella, and that's why we all love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian, 
let's talk about the, the leaker or potential leaker. Yeah. Actually, there are two different angles I want to go with this with you. There is rumor yeah. that it's a leaker. That's the normal th way of thinking right now. Somebody leaked it. And then there's the way of thinking that the national security reporter at Politico is the one who dropped this, not some Supreme Court reporter. Could this be some foreign power meddling in our affairs? And actually, I want your opinion on both. What do we do about each of those situations? Yeah, so let's start with the first. This this idea that someone on the inside of the Supreme Court went above and beyond and debroke the laws, certainly the rules of the, the court, it feeds this idea that really this country is increasingly run by the deep state. So let's really identify that. You know, the deep state actors are people who they don't think the rules, the law, the laws apply to them, and they're going to take their own particular beliefs for what the country ought to do, and they're going to act on that again, irrespective of law and and uh, rules and regulations and such. So that's the part that I think that is becoming so disturbing. We saw it with James Comey when he leaked the FBI, or sorry, leaked uh, to the New York Times. We have this now culture where people just get to leak if they don't like a potential outcome. And that's what I think is disturbing uh, you know, from my view, my perspective uh, today. You know, this other issue Brian, of the potential hack, yeah, please, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry, but I, I, I agree with you. It, it, it's horrific that there's always a leak now whenever some jerkwater staffer doesn't like where we're going. What I don't know is how to stop it. We have a full government full of these little activists who believe that this is the way they should conduct themselves now? I mean, this stuff has been done yeah. at the NSA now. I, I, this is crazy. Yeah. How do we how do we patch up all these holes when apparently the boat looks like Swiss cheese? Yeah, amen. So I think the real challenge is you have to have oversight either from your congressional uh, staffs and or you have to have the FBI that actually investigates these things, holds people to account, throws people in prison and jail. And we don't have that. We don't have an FBI that is thoughtful enough to do this with any kind of consistency. There has to be some sort of disincentive for people to do this kind of behavior. And so until we have different leadership at the FBI, until we have different sorts of investigations to hold people to account and people actually end up in prison, people are gonna continue to do this because there's just no disincentive to engage in malbehavior. And it seems unfortunately obvious Brian, I, I hate to ask you about a, a, a crazy theory, but it is one I've seen around. My other potential scenario for where this came from, a foreign power possibly gaining access to the email server of SCOTUS. All right, let's assume for a second that would be true. What motivation would you have to even gain access to SCOTUS? What, what would China care about a, a Supreme Court decision in abortion? Anything? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a long shot, but here would be the idea is that, that a foreign power would, would want to sow chaos into our system ah. or our country in the midst of very dark times, very troubled times. So it's not that necessarily the Supreme Court would have ruled otherwise, you know, in two or three months time. But in order to, to do two things, one, you inject that chaos now, but then secondarily, you start to create panic within the Supreme Court and it, the system that, hey, they've got these leakers. And so that in turn creates some degree, uh, some degree of witch hunt, et cetera. So you could have two different aims there in terms of, again, the, the chaos piece and then in terms of the, the witch hunt with inside the Supreme Court. So it's possible, but I, I would suspect that that's the, the least likely of the two. It's probably just one of these crazy folks who thinks that they know what's best for the country and they're just going to leak that draft. Brian, the ghost of Kiev, those who were paying attention, as soon as Russia invaded Ukraine, we started getting these reports about some fighter pilot who was apparently who was apparently Maverick from Top Gun. He was out there just clipping Russian fighter pilots right and left. And now we have confirmation today from the New York Post 
that this whole thing was made up in a lie. And the only reason I bring this up, Brian, was this. Like a lot of people, I was emotionally invested in the Ukraine-Russian thing early on. And what turned me off from it, the reason I don't even pay attention anymore, is there was a lot of this stuff early on. And as soon as I've been lied to a few times, I walk away and y'all work your stuff out. Am I wrong? No, I, th I think most people in this country are, are basically in one of uh, two camps. One, they are frustrated by what they see as Russian aggression, which is absolutely true, but they don't want to commit troops. And I think that's where the vast majority of folks are at. But then there's this other group of people in this nation who really, really just want this final war with Russia. They think that Putin and the rest of his ilk in Moscow really have to be brought down so we can do this regime change and create a more thoughtful, democratic Russia. So I think that that's the fight that's going on behind the scenes right now. And I think that, that certainly that latter camp is absolutely bonkers and crazy because those folks, that is to say, in are, are failing to understand that Russia has nukes and they will be desperate to use them if they think they're going to be thrown out of power. Yeah. Brian Dean Wright, the President's Daily Brief is the podcast. Less than 20 minutes every day. Thank you, my brother. You betcha. All right. We have Carol Roth joining us next. Before we get to that, let's talk about yeah, let's talk about something good. It's been a heavy show. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk about health insurance. Now hold on, don't don't yell at me. Health insurance isn't good, Jesse. Hear hear me out. What if every single month when you pay your health insurance premium, what if you could feel kind of good about it? You know that's a possibility. Not every health insurance company out there hates you and your values. One share health doesn't. It's a faith-based company. They love your values. Every month when you make that payment, 5% goes to veterans struggling with PTSD, goes to Camp Hope and the PTSD Foundation of America. These people believe in giving back. And coverage options are amazing. Pricing options are amazing. And it's whatever you want. Vision, dental, 24-7, telehealth, mental health, whatever you want, it's there. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash kelly and use the promo code Jesse Kelly because that gets you an additional 75 bucks off your enrollment fee. Go now. Always a treat for us here on the show. Joining me now, my friend Carol Roth, recovering investment banker and author of the great book, The War on Small Business. Carol, it's Small Business Week. We have an economy that is uh, <clears throat> not doing well, to put it mildly. That, that, that's very political, not doing well. Can small business save it? Well, first of all, I was told that we have a Biden boom and everything is going great, Jesse. So I'm not <laughs> sure where you're getting your news from. Uh, but thanks for remembering National Small Business Week because nobody else seems to care about the backbone of the economy. Um, small business can save the economy. It can create prosperity and economic freedom. It is about, uh, before COVID, at least it was, about half of the jobs and half of the GDP and about 64% of new jobs. So if we want to be in a place where we get more people off the sidelines, more people hired, fewer small businesses dropping out, less consolidation, more innovation, more choice, all we need to do, and this is very simple, is just make it easier for small businesses to operate. 
make it easier for them to hire that first employee. There's only 6 million of the 32 and a half-ish million small businesses today that even have an employee because it is so costly and so difficult to go from being a solopreneur to having that first employee. So using more contract work, more gig work, getting the rules and regulations on the way would out of the way would solve a ton of our problems but of course, we know the Biden administration is trying to do exactly the opposite with the PRO Act. Carol, when I find these headlines talking about interest rates, aggressive interest rate hikes, that was an actual headline I read yesterday coming. I can't help but think about those small businesses or potential small businesses who sometimes, oftentimes need access to some quick cash early on. You think that hurts any prospects for small businesses? So there is sort of the direct and indirect um, sort of fallout from this. I personally think we've had you know below uh, you know below historical rate interest rates for so long that theoretically, unless you're a newer business, if you're an older business, you probably have taken down capital at these lower rates. Um, you know if you were able to, a lot of small businesses unfortunately can't benefit so benefit from that. So it's not so much the direct implications, but it's the indirect implications because cost of capital is increasing um, across the economy it tends to slow things down and that means that overall you're going to have um, you know people pulling back their spending and eventually that ends up falling on different businesses and heavily on small businesses so you know they may not you know, be able to continue to hire they're having problems anyway um, they may end up having to close because this you know, continual raising of the interest rates based on where we are right now in our economic cycle could lead us into a, a continued slowing of the economy into a recession. And that's going to heavily impact small business. Carol, food shortages. Now, as somebody who uh, likes to eat, that doesn't sound good, but I continue to hear about these threats of food shortages. It's as bad as 2008. It's going to get worse. I, I hear some really ugly things out there. What does Carol Roth know about this? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we're just sharing all of the really good news again today. Um, this yeah. is a real concern. And again, it's so frustrating because it is the outgrowth of decisions that are made by folks like the Biden administration and you know the elites who are pushing ESG, environmental, social, and governance um, ideals that direct capital in a certain way versus in a free market way. And unfortunately, because of that, in layering on the Russian invasion of Ukraine, you're going to have shortages of fertilizer, um, obviously impacting growing food for estimated 40 to 60 percent of the population around the world. Um, we're going to be short on petroleum. We're already having issues there, which are used in the drying of things like grains. Um, so worldwide, there is you know, pretty much no doubt that there is going to be food insecurity, um, probably mass starvation and lead to social unrest you know, across the world. I think here in the US, we probably will see shortages in certain areas, but not necessarily leading to that widespread starvation. Although again, it really depends on decisions being made. I mean, things like 
ethanol where they're using up farmland to grow corn to put into um, you know oil blends so that they don't have to drill for more oil instead of using that farmland to actually grow food that we can eat you know those kinds of, of you know insane decisions could also create an impact so I'm just gonna put it out there it never hurts to prepare like nobody's ever been upset for being overprepared, make sure that you have, you know, a freezer stocked with food. Maybe make sure you get some of those, you know, long-term, you know, uh, shelf-stable kinds of foods, and, and prepare in case, you know, there ends up being um, some period of time where things just go sideways because it is a real situation. Okay. Well, that is bright and sunny. Sadly, uh, some people who are powerful people in this country, like Samantha Power, they don't seem all that upset about the whole situation. Check this out. Fertilizer shortages are real now because Russia is a big exporter of fertilizer. And even though fertilizer is not sanctioned, uh, less fertilizer is coming out of Russia. As a result, we're working with countries to think about natural solutions like manure and compost. And this may hasten transitions that would have been in the interest of farmers to make eventually anyway. So never let a crisis go to waste, but we really do need this financial support uh, from the Congress to be able to meet emergency food needs so we don't see the cascading uh, deadly effects of Russia's war extend into Africa and beyond. Never let a crisis go to waste, Carol? I mean, they're, they're just, they say the quiet part aloud now. I mean, you used to say that inside your head and not let everybody know what you're thinking. I just find it so angering that you have people who said one death from COVID isn't acceptable. <laughs> we must lock everyone down to prevent one death now are not concerned about using fertilizer around the world, which impacts the food supply of 3 billion people. So it's not okay to let one person die from COVID, but the, the food supply, the starvation of billions of people, well, you know, it pushes our green agenda. So that seems okay. It's just, it's, it's evil, Jesse, it's evil. It is evil. Speaking of evil, uh, I filled up my vehicle last night and it didn't feel that good. But it doesn't seem like gas prices are still going up. Are they about to go down? Have they stabilized? What am I looking at at the pump right now? You mean you didn't feel all of that uh, cash relief from releasing our strategic <laughs> reserves? Who could have predicted yeah. that? You know, I think the reality is, um, based on supply and demand, that the demand side should continue to kick up. You have China who has been in these insane lockdowns and eventually they will come out of those lockdowns and they will require lots of, of fuel, right? Um, you have people who are switching their lives and, and coming out of COVID protocols, they're traveling more, they're doing those kinds of things. The demand on a worldwide basis for oil and gas is going to increase. Um, and we really haven't done anything to kick up the supply side of things. I think there continues to be an imbalance. Obviously, part of that is controlled by uh, OPEC. <laughs> so, you know, we never we never know what they're going to do. But based on uh, best guesstimates, I think the likelihood is you'll see that going up again. Carol Roth, thank you so much. The book is The War on Small Business, by the way. People go get it. Carol, appreciate you. Appreciate you as well. All right. By the way, Elon Musk has been all over the news, right? He's buying Twitter. This guy's all of a sudden gone mainstream. Who is this guy? Mike Slater, my friend Mike Slater, he has a special on the first this week. 
Carol Roth actually joins him on that special, and they're going to do a deep dive into who this guy is. Go sign up and be a First TV supporter. I suspect it may be important to understand this man. Go to thefirsttv.com slash support and sign up, all right? We have Light in the Mood next. Well, you already saw one person's interaction with Senator Elizabeth Warren today. and We thought for today's Light in the Mood, it might be appropriate to play you once again the video of when I went back to Washington, D.C. I became a political activist for a day. You see, Brett Kavanaugh was about to get confirmed, and, and all the nutball communists were back there protesting, and I thought it would be a good idea, because I'm basically a chameleon, to go undercover in these protests and act like one of them and get inside their minds. Even met Elizabeth Warren. Enjoy. Love you. Love your t-shirt. Run for president, please. Right now? Gotta be in this fight. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Appreciate you. you. He's going down tonight. Tell me how many women are gonna die if the Senate confirms that. I have no idea how many women will die. What many? about minorities? Uh, minorities too. Take a stand and don't have to hide. Yeah, sure. gay people. Oh, yeah, sure. Gay people, look at all.
All right. I'll see you. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Who is there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their In the Line of Duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. Over 80 walks, runs, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.